0: Welcome to the Three Minute Podcast, where each episode the guest has three uninterrupted minutes to share stories or experiences on this season's topic. We follow that up with a question to push your thinking. It's quick, it's timely, and it's all focused on leading the way to continuous school improvement. This season, the focus is on navigating tensions. This topic comes highly requested from Kansas educators. I'm your host, Mary Myers, an implementation coach on the Kansas Learning Network. Today's guest is Jennifer Kramer. She comes to us from Kansas City, Kansas Public Schools, where she is the lead instructional coach for secondary schools. In her 28 years of experience, she's also been a classroom teacher, building instructional coach, and principal. Today, Jennifer describes tension as a rubber band and shares a personal story around the topic. Let's welcome Jennifer to the podcast.
1: Navigating tension is a normal part of working with adults who are willing to grow and learn. In my role as a lead instructional coach, I partner with building-based instructional coaches and together we work to support teachers and increase student success, primarily through creative problem solving. I see this coaching work visually in my mind as a rubber band. When pulled slightly, it creates the elasticity needed to be productive. Pulled not enough, it is slack, and pulled too much, it will break. Tension between professional adults works the same way. And when tension moves to the elasticity stage, authentic collaboration is often the outcome. The tool that has worked best for me for navigating tension is reading body language and listening for what is not being said in the conversation. In most dialogues, patterns of discourse occur, such as a lack of balance in voice from the group, topics that are named but not supported, and blame. These patterns, if not addressed, can push the elasticity of the conversation to the breaking point, and body language often cues me when the conversation is becoming too tense. Small behaviors such as fidgeting, eye movement, sitting back in a chair can all be signs the tension is rising in the room. By watching body language and patterns in the dialogue, I have found that I can insert a question to shift the conversation up or down depending on the level of tension in the room, or I can offer voice to someone who has been silent by asking for their input. These small conversation moves allow the tension to increase or decrease depending on the situation and stay within the productive zone. Reflecting on a situation that I wish I had navigated differently, I think about a respected coaching colleague who was working on building capacity with teachers to create more confidence and risk-taking in the classroom. The coach had named the goal, and we were working together to shift the ownership of the work away from the coach and to the teachers. After joining a planning meeting with a teacher, the coach and I debriefed separately from the teacher. I asked the coach to reflect on the coaching style being used. The coach named descriptive coaching, where the coach names what is missing, models the new behavior and then the teacher practices. I then asked what the teacher would name they were gleaning from the interactions and what language the teacher would use to describe it. The coach responded, I'll have to think about it, and quickly shifted the conversation. The coach then shared that they would contact me if they felt like they needed more support. It was obvious the tension had moved from zero to a hundred too quickly and the conversation stopped. The tension was too high and we had to walk away from the conversation. Because I had very good rapport with this coach, I made some assumptions about the working relationship between the coach and the teacher and missed the coach's body cues. My sequence of questions put the coach in a defensive position very quickly. I did not have time to determine patterns in our debrief as the conversation ended as quickly as it started. Lucky for me, I had a very strong relationship with this particular coach and was able to re-engage in conversation about the goal within a week. Experience is the best teacher and so has been my story. What my experience has taught me is that healthy tension pushes thinking and allows relationships to remain intact. And as a coach, I know I need to be cognizant of and honor these relationships to leverage change.
0: Thank you to Jennifer for sharing her thoughts. I invite you to consider this coaching question to push your thinking. How might healthy tension, as Jennifer describes, push the leadership team to embrace change rather than avoid it? Join the conversation by answering the coaching question on Twitter using the hashtag 3MinutePodcast. Today's episode is produced by Jessica Mossman with the production team of Lisa Stinson and Mary Myers on behalf of the Kansas Learning Network.